Player 2, this is Player 1, plugging in. Player 1 is initiating connection. Player 1 is online. Player 1, this is Player 2, plugging in. Player 2 is initiating connection. Player 2 is online. All players have successfully connected. You are now plugged into the Plug and Play podcast. Initiating startup sequence. Welcome, minions. So, uh, yeah, Tim, what have you been up to? Uh, trying not to die. Um, this has become a theme for me. First it was the marathon, and now it's this evil cold. I think I mentioned it last week when my whole family was sick. If I didn't, sorry. My whole family's been sick, and I've been trying to avoid it, and I got through my work week, and literally the last hour and a half of my last shift this week, I can feel it coming on, like my, my, oh, no. that pressure behind the eyeballs, the oh, nose started to run, I was like, here it is. You're like, no, no, go away, suck it back in. Well, it was kind of cool that I held it back through the work week. I'm hoping I can get through it before my next work week, but we'll see. Um, today, I lost like three hours. I'm like, oh, I'm just going to go down for a little nap, two o'clock. Yeah, I wake up, it's like 5.30, it's dark outside, I'm like, oh, Okay. <laughs> this... Alright, well that just happened. Shit. Yeah. So I lost a big chunk of today. Um Ouch. That sucked. The other big thing that happened this week was my father in law's sixty fifth birthday. Whoa. And he looked that's a good one. He looks great for sixty five. Like people think he's still in his fifties. Um he's been living pretty good. He's just now started getting into um whiskeys and oh, yeah. like, scotches. Which is is pretty funny because he's like pretty conservative and um you know, he's been a church elder, that kind of thing. Okay. So we were talking about that a little bit dinner. I think I'm going to have to take him out for a whiskey sometime. Nice. We took him out for a nice steak dinner at um, Stuart Anderson's and had so much food. Um, what the hell is Stuart Anderson's? Black Angus, downtown Vancouver. Oh, okay. Um, I had prime rib. Other... Never heard it called Stuart Anderson. Well, if I say Black Angus, then I want to say Black Anus and... No one wants to eat... Hey, Tim, you went to the black anus. Nobody wants to eat black anus. Well, maybe some people do, but I don't want to talk to, I don't want to, talk to you. Um, well, this is a weird Plug and Play podcast. Plug just got a whole new sort of meaning, apparently. Yeah. I did not eat anus. I ate delicious um, ribeye, and other people had um, different cuts. Of... The eye of the anus. Gotcha. No. It was bloody, so... All right, we're going to stop talking about this. Um, I didn't do too much else this week, but that was actually good, because that gave me time for gaming, which I'll talk about a little later. Oh, shit. But what have you been up to? So, uh, I have been working, starting my life for the past, like, four weeks, so I haven't really got a whole lot of gaming, so Tim's gonna have to take us away on that episode. So you're, like, overtime boy at this point, aren't you? I'm, like, I'm, like, overtime, yeah, overtime boy. See, I remember when you used to have Fridays off and I could chat with you, but now you're like, I'm working, leave me alone. (laughs) Yeah, Tim would, like, message me, I'm like, I'm at work. Sucks. Uh, network, come save me. 
But uh, should drive yeah. up, just tire screeching, throw you, just throw you in my van like kidnapping style. Let's go! All right, we're going. See you Monday. Well, I'm glad so, you hold uh, the place together though. Yep. So we're doing that, and then uh, I bought my first fat pack uh, for Magic: The Gathering, which is uh, basically whenever they release a new block, they offer a fat pack, which is uh, I believe it was nine. Uh, booster packs of the new cards and uh, a handful of full art uh, lands. So my wife and I opened those up. Yes, I dragged my wife in to do it. And we went through all the cards together and looked at them. And she's like, oh, this one's all sparkly and cool. And I was like, oh, hey, look at that. That's pretty cool looking. And, and so then she's like, hey, cool. With I like the artwork. See you later. <laughs> and so then I was like looking at them and stuff. So, uh... Some of those so, full right, art lands look really awesome, even if you're not into, like, Magic the Gathering. It's really cool art. So, like, all my lands that I got were full art, which are awesome. That's cool. So, yeah. So, my black deck now is basically all full art lands, which is super sick. Um, so, yeah. And uh, it's all new artwork uh, with the new pack. They released all new art. So, these are all never-seen-before be lands and full art lands, uh, which are really cool. And then some of the... Uh, some of the creatures and other cards, like instances and sorceries and stuff, uh, might have the same name, but the artwork's different. And then sometimes they're just brand new ones that have never been put into circulation. Um, but right now, Magic the Gathering is in their Zendikar uh, series. And so I have a Battle of Zendikar trailer because this block was called Oath of the Gatewatch. Our world is a place of beauty and danger that is equal parts adventure and disaster. It is Zendikar, our home, and it is under siege. Monsters have emerged everywhere. Some say they have been here all along, trapped. But I say they are not of this world. And it is we who are trapped. They are spreading across Zendikar. Killing. And consuming. Left unchallenged, they will leave our home a wasteland. But Zendikar has its defenders. Heroes who fight to save this world from the forces that threaten to destroy it. We all must find strength in one another. Only then can Zendikar be saved. Now is the time to face this alien threat, to take a stand, to battle for Zendikar. So anyways, guys, this is the, uh... You better get those monsters. I know, right? But except for I play the monster, so I'm going to get the human. Oh, you would. Him. You would. Yeah, I would, and I do. So I've been doing that, and then along with that, because, you know, you can't be a fat magic player. you got to be in shape. So I've been keeping up with the gym. I've actually been going more frequently. Nice. So I'm up to three to four times a week. And uh, I'm not, you know, I'm just starting to get, like, I feel like I'm actually getting bigger, like, fatter because i'm like i'm so hungry 
after the gym. That's totally natural. Okay. It, so uh, it's not fat though; it's man, it's muscle mass. Yeah, yeah, muscle mass, right, right in the gut. So, um, so we have to going for a pony keg instead of a six pack. Exactly. So uh, I also have a little uh, parody song for us. Nice. Um, for uh, hella cravings. Which, by the way, if you don't recognize this song, it's a famous song. Just don't. Hello, it's me. I've avoided you forever while consuming calories. I love donuts, mac and cheese. They say kale is antioxidants, but I'm anti-leafy greens. Hello. Can you save me? I'm in calisthenics dreaming about Netflix and Mickey D's. When I was younger, these jeans used to fit me. Now my booty's got them bursting at the seams. There's more circumference to my gut and no gap. Between my thighs Hella cravings for some fries I did one push-up in a cried And my glutes up shaking Every time that I lunge And this gluten-free bread Tastes just like a sponge Crossfit fanatic yeah, I know what me. you're gonna <laughs> say I'll get addicted once I'm at it And I know you mean well But if you shout at me just one more time I might commence to snap And it's no secret that Zumba class is the last thing on my mind. Hello, stationary boy. That's not what my body's crying. Emotion, no scarring. With every squat that I've done in this veggie.
work out. So that is They're the uh, uh... <laughs> Oh what the fuck? I don't know. It's like something's happening now. <laughs> I like that workout. <laughs> hey Zach, wanna do uh, it? Want some, want some potato chips? I have gelato in the fridge. Gelato. I have gelato. So I have a lot of gelato. You remind me of this guy at my gym. He's um doing like super strict paleo. It's called the Whole Thirty. You I eat like absolutely no like bread, carbs, sugar. Oh no! What the fuck? I've done it once. It's hard. So he's on like day whatever twenty seven because that's he's a, he started at the beginning of the, year, the month. And he's like, I work in a protein shop. And I just, he works at GNC. I just want to take oh all of the protein and just like slam it in my mouth and snort it. I want it all. <laughs> it's funny. Oh my god! So he can definitely relate to your hangry um, workout stuff. Yeah, I don't know. Like last night I came home and I was like, I just want Kraft macaroni and cheese so damn bad. And like now that I, I I've started running to try to like lose some stomach mass uh-huh. and uh, try to like you know get a little bit more firm and. Uh, for some reason now, like when I go into the sauna, like I sweat like a million times more than I ever have before. Yeah. It's yeah, it's ridiculous. Little, I was like, oh, leave a little Zach yeah. puddle inside the sauna. Oh, uh, I leave like a whole Zach pool inside the sauna. Oh, I'm awesome. like, ah, fucking awesome, guys. Hey, whoever needs to get clean over here, there's a there's a there's a there's a tub over here, guys. Don't worry about it. Just make sure the door's watertight. <laughs> we might need to. Ah, uh, fuck, we're busting out of here, guys. Well, it's yeah. One way to sweat out bad. all those tasty treats. Yeah, sweat out, tasty treats, and everything else that I probably shouldn't be consuming and putting into my body. Well, good for you, man. I'm proud of you. Yeah. So, we're going to keep it up. We're going to try to get up to four days a week, but we'll see. Sweet. So, anyways, what have you been playing, Tim? Well, last week I talked um, quite a bit about her story. Um, yeah. Did you figure out her story yet? So, the game never really ends, um, but I pretty no, much figured out what happened. And it, I think it stops you at a certain not point. Not exactly. Though, right? So, a chat window pops up, and it, it'll say, have you seen enough, basically? And you can okay. either do yes or no. And I did no. Um, so, and the person was like, oh, all right, well, um, you know, just chat me whenever you feel like you're done. And so, I, I watched a couple more videos, got a couple more details fleshed out, but pretty much know what went down and um so i opened up the chat window again and actually while i was doing that i discovered there was some kind of icons on that little desktop that i hadn't noticed before like there's a clock and there's a little um tiny uh, game you can play kind of like minesweeper sort of game huh um anyway so i opened up the chat window so you you ended up playing her story to play minesweeper actually it's closer to like a fellow or something or the it's called the game is called mirror okay but whatever it wasn't that it was just there. It was just kind of cool little detail that there was actual yeah. other stuff on the desktop. That's cool. So I ch- chatted the person again and said, um, yeah, I'm done. And then the chat continued. They're just like, all right, see you later. No, it actually reveals something cool about, how do I say this? It it doesn't provide exactly an ending, but it gives you context for the whole the whole game. And it definitely adds to... It, it puts you in a good place to, to finish the game. It kind of fills in some blanks when you finish, when you exit by the, the chat. So huh. So if you're playing the game and you you think you've pretty much figured out what happened um, in this murder, um, definitely don't just walk away from the game. Definitely check the chat and say, hey, I'm finished, and it'll uh, give you a little detail. Watch the credits. It was cool. They had all the pre-order people in the credits. Um, 
yeah, it's a good little game. I think it's on mobile as well, like uh, iPad. So you like you like on his desktop, you know, click on something, it's like, oh my god, xxx.com. <laughs> no, I didn't have that. Okay. That would have been a twist, I guess. Her story gone wild. Um, I also been playing Lovers in a Dangerous Space Time, which, um, as you my might remember, listeners, I interviewed the developers at PAX this year, and um, I downloaded that to my Alienware um, Alpha, and we play it with my daughter, and she loves it. Um, in this game, you are um, in a spaceship, uh, fighting off hordes of aliens, and it's like a little round spaceship. And the thing is, is like to fire or move or to operate your shields, anything, you have to be at a station actually manning that. So if you want, like say, to shoot something at the right, you have to run across the spaceship to the right side um, gun station and shoot from there. Or if you want to, to spin the shield around to block an asteroid that's coming to you from the upper left, you have to run down to the shield station and move the shield there. Um, if you want the ship to move at all, you have to go to the center and on and on. So you got two people running around the spaceship. you got to have communication or you're pretty much screwed. Um, it's kind of frenetic pace. You're trying to rescue these little space bunnies that give you power-ups. And uh, it's got really cool music. I think we're going to feature one of the songs for our um, break. Nice. And that's what like, my daughter keeps asking. Can we play uh, that game? She can't remember Lovers in a Dangerous Space Time. It's a, it's a long title. It's a long title. She doesn't need to remember the word lover. It's fine. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Um, the other game that I actually played and finished um, was Oxenfree. And Ooh. we have a little trailer for you right here. So you all moved in? Uh, no. Not really. And it's Jonas? Not Jonah? Yeah. Jonas. Everyone, this is Jonas. Alex's new stepbrother from... I already forgot where. Yeah, he's cool, so be nice. Oh, we won't bite. What's so, um, special about this place? The whole reason Alex brought her radio is because you can sometimes pick up frequencies to stations that don't exist. See, this island's pretty cool, right? You used to come here a lot as a kid, right? Not cool! To the island. I mean, I mean that's what it. Ren made it sound like. Yeah, but I mean... You used to come here a lot as a kid, right? You used to come here a lot as a kid. Something is... Something's wrong. The fuck? I can't see all the messed up things that are happening right there. It sounds like you're trying to tune into like some like really crappy like old radio like signal. Kinda. Um, so you're. It's a, a military base. It's an island that's mostly abandoned. There's like one person living on it, and there's a tiny little town, right at. Do you meet the person, or do you just like see him off in distance? You're like, hey, person. Um, that person is important to the story. I'll say that. Okay. Um, so yeah, you're just basically five kids. It's like a. Uh, high school tradition that all the seniors will go on the last ferry to the island and basically just stay on the island overnight and drink and party at a bonfire or whatever. Um, but you play as Alex, this girl, and she brings a radio and um, she it's 
the island's far enough away you shouldn't actually get any signals, but she tunes into something and something happens and more things start happening and just stuff gets really messed up. It's a very haunted island, I'll say. Um, it's kind of like a cool mix of like Poltergeist and Goonies and like other 80s movies and you're just wandering the island and discovering the secret of the island and it was a really cool experience. I really liked it a lot. Nice hand-drawn graphics. Um, the dialogue was super good. I loved how they did the dialogue. Um, the characters just start talking as you're walking and then when it's your turn to talk, you can, you know, not push any buttons and not say anything, which of course they'll, you know, just think you're being a uptight or whatever. Or you could you, bitch? pretty much. Or you can push one of the top three buttons, you know, um, for different responses, and it just rolls right through naturally. Very natural conversation. Um, and yeah, tuning into the mysteries and solving the puzzles with the radio is all pretty easy. It's not super challenging. Real fun experience. Mm. Played it in about five hours. Um, if yeah, if you like like a stories with good characterization and a nice tight quick experience i'd recommend oxen free it's on uh, steam and xbox one right now sweet and i think that was basically all i played i just started playing a game but i'll probably talk about it next week okay um, cool. so that leads us to our me yeah yeah over to me now over to our question of the week you asked whatever go for it i have i have a thing okay you do it so guys i forgot about what i've been up to but this is also kind of like oh yeah it, if it's in the games we're playing. So this last weekend, I went over to the PRGE, which is the Portland Retro Gaming Exposition Swap Meet uh, that was held here in Portland, Oregon. Um, and I got to look around at some awesome old retro consoles and games and get the feel for what my Zelda collection is really worth nowadays. And I'm feeling pretty good about pretty good about where I'm sitting on my uh, invested money versus what people are selling it for. Um so that was pretty awesome. Uh, it was kind of hilarious when we walked in. My wife and I went in, and my, it was obviously the stench of guys who haven't probably showered in a while. Oh, I love that and, con smell. Yeah, and uh, so like my wife and I walk in, and we get the little hand stamp. If you guys go over to our Instagram, plug underscore and underscore play underscore, or I believe it's on Twitter and Facebook as well. Um, you can see like little joysticks. We got a, a little stamp on our hand. And uh, this other guy and girl walking behind us, and as I'm like going up to the first table, like to look at some like old, like I think it was uh, Super Nintendo cartridges or something like that. This girl like walks in, and goes, "Oh, smell the nerd!" And I was just like, <laughs> "Oh, fuck!" <laughs> I was like, "God damn it, why am I here?" But uh, I was just like, "Oh well, all right, that's." Uh, I swear I showered today. Yeah, I like. I, I turned around. I was like, I suspected like some like relatively attractive person. No, I was like, ah, uh, and I'm uh, that smell might be you, ma'am. Yeah, you shouldn't like, throw stones if you live in a glass house. I was like, I don't know about you, but uh, anyways, okay. Um, so we, I, my wife and I, probably spent about an hour to an hour and a half there, um, looking through different games and stuff like that. I did not end up buying anything. But I did run into our friend Matt from Ink Whiskey. Oh, cool. Who hooked me up with another double pint glass uh, to replace my uh, other one. So now I have two Mega Man double pint glasses. Well, one and a broken one. <laughs> well, yeah, well, not really broken, but yeah, defective. 
But yeah, so that's pretty freaking cool that he like hooked me up like that. That's nice. Um, so I hung out with him for a little bit, checked out his booth. Um, it's pretty much the same booth except for the new products. Um, and then we rocked the pint glass around the showroom floor for the rest of the time, and I sold a couple more of his items nice. for him. I was, they're like, hey, where do you get that? And I was like, over that table over there. You can go buy it. And they're like, all right, I'm going now. Tell them so, Zach sent you. Tell them Zach sent you from Plug and Play Podcast. That'd be great. Um, and then I met some other cool guys. There's some woodworkers that do all, like, uh, Nintendo and gaming related. Yeah, like, uh, I'm pretty sure I've seen them stuff. before. They have so, good stuff. Uh, yeah, they do have some pretty cool stuff. So I'm going to get in touch with them, and maybe uh, we'll have them on sometime to talk about stuff as well. Nice. So we did that. And then I've been so crazy with overtime. I haven't really had time for gaming because my weekend, I spent basically all last Saturday at the gaming convention and doing other things with the wife. Um, but I have been playing an Android game called Hill Climb Racing. Okay. Now, Hill Climb Racing is is a pretty easy to grasp concept. There's hills, and you need to climb them. And there's a bunch of different levels, a bunch of different cars, and or vehicles, I should say, um, and different upgrades. So I'm opening up the app right now. I currently own a Jeep, a monster a motocross bike, a monster truck, and a tractor. There's also a hippie van, a one-wheeler, which is like a Segway, a quad bike, a tourist bus, a race car, a police car, an ambulance. Can you uh, get Can you get the Warthog, Master Chief's Warthog? Um, hold on one second. Super Diesel 4x4, Rally Car, Dragster, Fire Truck, Tank, Snowmobile, Super Off-Road, which kind of, maybe that's it. Uh, there's a truck, a dune buggy, a hovercraft, a minibike. Dune buggy, that's close, big, sort of. Yeah, dune buggy's pretty close. A big finger, which is Wait, what? weird. <laughs> yeah, it's a uh, monster truck that's actually more monstrous than the monster monster truck. Uh-huh. Uh, there's a Kitty Express, kind of like a kid train that's packed full of kids, apparently. <laughs> so you can kill them. A Moonlander and a Hot Rod and Santa's sleigh. Uh-huh. Those are all the vehicles. Um, and there are probably just that many. No, way more levels. My favorite one so far is Moon, because there's literally like no like gravity on it at all, so I can like go flying forever, and it's pretty freaking sweet. Um, and there's another one that like, if you really want to get the one of the worst hill, hills so far that I've encountered is uh, probably the highway. That one kind of sucks for hills, um, but it's a lot of fun, and it's. Quick, simple, stupid fun. I haven't had to purchase anything, and I mean, there are purchasable. You can buy coins, obviously, that unlock stuff quicker, or you can just play the fucking level um, over and over again, like I've been doing. And it's just a cool little way to kill some time. Nice. So, well, that's what a mobile yeah. game should do. Exactly. So that's what I've been up to. But we did ask you guys a question last week, like Tim was about to say before he was going to skip me. Yeah, we can and skip that Zach. Question, Whatever. Yeah, we can skip Zach. Nobody cares about Zach. He fucking works overtime and stuff. He just he works. Can. He doesn't play games. Exactly. Uh, what game series let you down the most, um, Tim? So uh, Joel says, Halo. I was really looking for a new innovation. Um, a mom feel, at least, but they kept it the same. A mom feel. I don't know what that right. means. Um, but I hear you. Like, they didn't change up a lot of things, is what I've heard for the latest one. Yeah. At least they didn't make it worse, I guess, but I, I feel your dis- yeah, you're disappointment. They didn't have a dad feel, so it's okay. Yeah, that's the kind of game Q likes to play with the showers of yeah. dads and all that. Shower, 
Dad Shower Simulator 2K16. And then uh, Blindshot Diver says, well, if I had to say Assassin's Creed, after Assassin's Creed Revelations, it went kind of meh, gameplay-wise. And I'd have to mostly agree with him, although yeah. um, I did like fighting as a pirate. It just wasn't really Assassin's Creed. That's the only problem. Yeah, exactly. And I don't know. It's, uh, I only played the second one all the way through. Um, I played a few other ones. Just The second in Brotherhood, is, it's really where it peaked, and that's quite a while ago now. Uh, the latest exactly. one is okay, I will say, but um, it doesn't do anything super new and innovative. Okay. Blake Greer says the Darksider games, great idea, but they are puzzle games. They would have been better as just button mashers. So or button smashers. <laughs> ah. I don't know. Uh. I, I I like the first Darksider. It was kind of a cool mix up of like a God of War and a Legend of Zelda. So I didn't mind the puzzle parts. But, you know, if you came to the game thinking it was a um hack and slash. Yeah, I could see where you'd be disappointed, absolutely. Then I have no experience with the Darksiders, even though I believe I own the games, but I'm not positive. You should check out the first one if you own it. Um, it is, it does borrow pretty heavily from A Legend of Zelda. But, yeah. Hmm. That brings us to Tasty Treat Time, doesn't it? That brings us to our Tasty Treat Time, except for... Yeah. Alright, why should you like us and rate us iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, and any other audio format you could find? Well... Would you like to have um, ripped abs like Zach? Or would you like to have a death, death, um, I can't even think. A cold so, ah! a cold so bad you can't even think. If you like, rate us iTunes, Stitcher, um, tune in and everything else, you will be so ripped. Bullets will bounce off your rock hard abs like Zach. If you do not, if you just ignore us on um, all these platforms and don't rate us and leave us glowing comments, your head will be so full of mucus and snot, you will not be able to think about anything, and you will sound just like me. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> like and write us on iTunes now. We'll be right back after this music break. And thanks for staying around. Uh, hopefully you guys enjoyed the music break. And we are on to our Tasty Treats segment. The segment where Tim and I both crack open a beer and continue on. And hopefully don't make an idiot out of ourselves. Yeah, especially um, especially me with my cold. Exactly. So, uh, yeah. Um, I will go ahead and kick us off because my beer takes a long time to get ready. That's right. So, I am drinking the Deschutes Chain Breaker White IPA. Again, I believe that's what we had last week, Tim. Yep. Um, it is a uh, 5.6 alcohol volume with 55 IBUs. The catch, guys, is there is pouring instructions. So we'll be walking you through those again just to remind you guys to check your pouring instructions on your local brews. Uh, pour two-thirds into a tilted glass. Swirl remainder around the bottle. Finish pour and enjoy beer in its all its hazy glory. Now, guys, what I'm going to be doing here is I'm going to be cracking the bottle with my Kappa gun from Ink Whiskey and pouring it into my Mega Pint double pint glass. 
Uh, also brought to us by Ink Whiskey. So we're going to go ahead. I got that cracked. I don't know if you guys probably cannot hear this. Nope, I can hear it. Don't pour all of it. I know. I think I poured a little bit more than what I was supposed to, but that's okay. Stir, 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 pour. It looks foamy. All right, guys. Tim, why don't you? No, I guess I'll let you guys know how it tastes. Yep. Make sure you didn't mess it up this time. No, still pretty damn good. Nice. Yes. All right, I'm about to drop some beats with this Elysian Breakbeat IPA. It's part of the Manic mm -hmm. IPA mm -hmm. series. Mm -hmm. It says, Breakbeat drums to the rhythm of Mandarina and Equinox hops in the freshest Manic bottle battle yet. Citrus spins on your palate and slices through the melon notes of melon and green pepper. What? Green pepper? Really? This beer is on track. Gross. This beer is on track to be an old school favorite. All right, the Manic IPA series allows us to indulge in our hop obsession and share with you some of our favorite favorite varietals. I picked this one because I figured the hops would be crazy enough. Maybe cut through my cold and I could actually taste it and enjoy it. Yeah. So this is six point eight percent ABV. I don't know what um uh I can't even think IBU it IBUs? is. Yep, I'm gonna crack it. You a cracker. I'm a cracker for sure. Pouring it. Ooh, it's got like that little smoke plume coming off the top. Looks cool, badass. Uh, it's pretty light in color. You can see through it pretty much. Uh, it's got a nice little head to it. Not too big. And it's poured. Taking a sip. It's pretty good. I, I don't know about that. Well, I can sort of see what they mean about that green pepper. It's got that kind There's of... There's a green pepper. Like, right when you cut a green pepper, it's got kind of that fresh snap to it. Um, it doesn't exactly taste like green pepper, but with that in mind, I sort of get what they mean. Um, it's refreshing, so I like it. Good job, Elysian. Huh. So, it's, uh... It's not really a uh, habanero pepper, Oh, no, no. Right? I, I'm thinking, like, green bell pepper. You kind of notice that fresh snap smell when you cut a green pepper. It's sort of got that. Um, but it's good. Um, I, like I said, I've got a cold, so I'm not giving this beer its best shot, but the fact that I am enjoying it with a cold, um, does tell me that there's a, a nice wide variety of hops in there to give it some flavor. Mm. But, now that we've had our tasty treats, it is time, it's time to, to kick it. Kick it! So guys, for this week's Kick It, uh, we're doing something a little bit different, but not too out of the ordinary. We are going to be doing one crowdfunding uh, campaign this week, um, highlighting it. And that crowdfunding campaign is called the Coove Cycle. Coove Cycle is, uh, well, you guys will find out. So here is our interview with Michael from the Coove Cycle. So guys, uh, thanks for tuning in to our Kick It segment. Uh, this is Zach and Tim, and we are joined alongside with Michael Polanski. Is that, I'm pronouncing that correctly? Polanski, yep, you did fine. 
All right. So, and Michael is uh, a Indiegogo campaign right now uh, for the Coove Cycle. Uh, so, Michael, why don't you go ahead and tell us a little bit about yourself and then, more importantly, about the Coove Cycle and what it is. Yeah, you bet. Yeah, Coove Cycle basically is uh, my wife and I, we uh, we have had this dream of starting this party bike in Vancouver. We've seen the, the town kind of evolving and and becoming a real kind of beer and nightlife uh, hub. So uh, this has been kind of ruminating in our brains for a while. And uh, finally, we, we pulled the trigger. A year ago, I put a $5,000 de- deposit down on a $50,000 bike. And I said, hey, I'm going to go for it. Wow. So, um, yeah, so we pretty much um, refinanced our whole lives uh, trying to get some money together to to fund this bike. We, we paid the bike off and did a lot of marketing and, and stuff like that. And now with the Indiegogo fund, we're, uh, we're just asking for uh, a little bit more of the startup funds. Um, nice. And Coop Cycle, I'll, I'll tell you a little bit about it. Basically what it is is it's a uh, party bike, and you've probably seen these uh, popping up in, in some of the other big cities around the uh, U.S. Some of our listeners might not be familiar with a party bike, so uh, yep, it would be cool I, if you could I, describe that. You betcha. So basically what it is, it's about the size of a, a – of a, a small bus. It's uh, it's about 17 feet long. It's on four wheels, mm-hmm. and it is a pedal-powered, multi-passenger vehicle. Now, wow. now, when I say pedal-powered, we have uh, 10 peddlers on the bike, and then we've got a bench seat in the back where people can just kind of hang out and have fun. <laughs> okay. People uh, fight over those seats. People will fight over those seats. Yeah, <laughs> believe it or not, it's a nice little exercise. It's uh-huh. uh, it, it'll it'll get your blood pumping. Oh, and, I believe it. And the cool yeah. thing about these is, is your ten peddlers are actually facing each other, so you're. It's almost like you're sitting around a bar, mm-hmm. and it's That's very cool. social because everyone's having fun. They're getting exercise. Um, there's music going. Uh, we've got a cover over the top. It's all lit up. Um, it's quite the spectacle. You'll you'll see them, uh, you know, rolling around some of the some of the bigger towns around the U.S. But uh, a lot of fun. So so it doesn't move very fast. Um, what the bike is designed to do is, is I'm going to be doing about two-hour tours. And okay. in those two hours, you're going to obviously be on the bike. You're going to be pedaling and having fun with your, your closest friends there. Mm-hmm. Um, and we will, we will stop at uh, predetermined locations, whether you guys kind of come up with the, with the, the plan or we have already predetermined a stop route. So say like a brewery tour. You know, we might okay. three breweries and we'll go in give you about 20 minutes or so roughly uh, at each stop and you can go in and grab a taster or a pint or two and uh, then back onto the pedal. So how does this, uh, you said it's about 17 feet long? Yeah. So how does this, uh, especially I'm assuming this is going to be popular in downtown Vancouver, which some of our listeners aren't, or, you know, don't know of, but yes. um, it's uh, pretty small, like some of the like one way, like two lane roads, like you know, going each direction. How are you going to get this thing parked at some of the smaller uh, breweries that we've, Tim and I have done, like Lewitt and yes. uh, things like that? Yes, I'm going to have to figure that out. That's still kind of uh, that's still kind of up in the air here. I'm going to talk with the city uh, a little more. I'm going to talk with each individual uh, brewery or restaurant, um, and we're going to we're going to try to work something out. Um, the thing is, when I when I park this thing, I'm always going to be in it. So whether I drop at the front door and kind of put on my hazards and let the people off, I may have to pull around the corner or find a, uh, you know, find a a spot to park. Um, It does have electronic assist in it. 
So oh, nice. I can actually move it a little bit by myself uh, without getting out and pushing, which okay. is nice. And then it's it's also going to give you an added little oomph on some of those some of those hills out there. Okay. So um, just wanted to say I thought your project come came at a really good time. There's been so many new breweries and tap rooms developing in Vancouver. Um, are there particular breweries that you're already reaching out to and, and planning your, your stops with, or are you just kind of open to everything right now? I'm, I'm, I'm open to everything. However, I have actually approached, uh, most of the breweries and, and some of the tap rooms in, in the town. Um, you've got, you know, I'm going to be basically running in the downtown area as, as far North as Trapdoor Brewery. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I'm going to head all the way down. Obviously, Lewitt's about as far south as you can get. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, I'll be also able, hopefully, to go down waterfront. And we've got about 23 acres of new waterfront development that's going to happen, you know, in the next few years. So that's gonna be, mm-hmm. that's going to be pretty cool to be up and running for all that. Um, y- y- there's also Mount Tabor's not going to be there much longer, is what I understand. Uh, right. The uh, old Ivy Tap Rooms there, Trusty Brewing just opened up. Um, we've got other tap rooms. Uh, you got Thirsty Sasquatch. Uh, basically, where I am going to be located, we've got a new tap room opening up there, uh, Tap Union Freehouse, if you guys have heard of that. That's going to be on 13th and Washington, real close to the huh. heathen there. Um, so at, we at, haven't actually watched check it out. You betcha, yeah, yeah at Lukey Station. So he'll, he'll be located in there. I'm going to be kind of affiliated with that tap house there because I will, I will actually park my bike in a container out in the parking lot. So... People can come in, have a pint before and after. It's going to be uh, a nice little uh, union between the two of us there. Awesome. So, yeah. So are people allowed to uh, drink on these, like, as they're pedaling, or is that against the law? Just one Unfortunately, night. no. Um, okay. We won't be able to drink on board. And, you know, okay. who knows in the future, um, a, lot of, oh. a lot of other towns have, have figured out ways to do this. Um, I'm I'm kind of split in between right now. You know, that's that'll put more liability on me. Of um, it's it's a great way. My my whole my whole idea of having the bike was obviously first of all to get people on the bike. Uh, mm-hmm. Second is to showcase a lot of the local uh, breweries and restaurants in the area. Um, so that's that. It's a nice way to get people out enjoying enjoying the town down there. Um, if they bring their own beer on board, uh, you know, maybe not as likely to spend money at these establishments so of course um how much is it for a uh, seat on one of these rides or do you do it with like you get like a whole entire group or is it like you can do just book a seat or exactly yeah we're i'm gonna i'm gonna kind of put my feelers out and feel that out um obviously there's gonna be both ways uh the, probably the most popular way to go about it would be to book the whole bike out and fill it full of your friends um, and, and that's going to run anywhere from 325 to 375, roughly, depending on the day of the week, depending on the okay. season. Um, there's definitely going to be seasonal fluctuations as well as weekly fluctuations as far as the price goes. Um, also, by the seat, you know, whether you've, you've got the full bike is roughly 13, 14 people. Um, if you do the math on that, the seats are going to be anywhere from probably 23 to 30 bucks uh, for a single seat for a two hour tour. Now, oh, nice. I, I make cheap. Oh, pardon? I'm just gonna say that's a really great value for. Yeah, that's really. It, yeah, exactly. And, and the thing is, the bike is so much fun to be on. You know, you think, okay, yeah, I'm gonna have a great time stopping at these breweries and everything. But the bike's a lot of fun too. You know, you're sitting on there having a great time with your friends, getting some exercise, burning off those IPA calories. So, <laughs> yeah, it's it's quite a thing. 
Uh, and and the, the beautiful thing about it is that all of the development downtown, there's a lot of festivals down there. You've got brew fest, you've got wine and, and, and food fest, you've got outdoor concerts, outdoor movies. There's just a ton of people down there in the middle of the, in the middle of the town. You've got uh, art walks, stuff like that. It's just, it, there's so many people that, that are being drawn to the downtown area. I think, I think the Coop cycle bikes will, uh, will uh, be a nice uh, compliment to that. Now you're opening up with one bike to start. I'm starting with one bike, um, depending on how the crowdfund goes and everything. These bikes, they're uh, first of all expensive, and second of all, they're it takes a while to build them. And right now, there's a backlog until 2017 to have a new bike built. Wow! A lot of these companies out there are jumping in line, um, so it would be nice to get another uh, deposit down on another bike because eventually, I'd like to at least have two or three of them. Especially with the uh, the new development going on down on the waterfront. Of course. So. Um, do you want to run us through a couple of your uh, perks um, that you guys currently are offering to some of the backers? You betcha. Yeah, I've got I've got some great uh, great shirts and hats that I'm having done uh, from local company up up in the Uptown Village area called Salmon Creek Outfitters. Um, hmm. They are they are helping me out with hats and T-shirts. I've also got stickers, and I'm going to have pint glasses printed up with my logo. Uh, nice. The other thing, obviously, is a ride on the bike, um, and that's that's cool. kind of one of the main things. I'm given a great deal on uh, – it's basically a, a, a pre-sale. You, you buy the bike now, you get a great discount on a full full passenger uh, two-hour tour. So that, what, what, what that's designed to do is give me the capital up front to get this thing rolling, and then I'm going to give you something in return that's at a great value. Some of the other perks um, on some of these bikes, which are a little higher level, is going to be able to allow you to lock down a certain date on the calendar. Say if you have a birthday or a wedding, actually a couple people contact me about that. And I don't have a calendar up and running yet. What I'm going to do is I'm going to allow you with that perk or with that donation, allow you to jump ahead of me getting the calendar out to the general public and, and lock in a date. Oh, nice. Which will, which will be a nice thing. So it's a little more expensive, but you're helping out a great company, a great idea, and uh, and you're locking in your day and time. So you know that that, that date's not going to get booked out on, from under you. So that's, uh, I think, one of the one of the best perks out there. I'm really looking at that. This is the bomb perk. Um, you bet. That's, yeah, yeah, that's for under, for under 300, having a party for 14, that's a great deal. You bet. It should be, fly, yeah. should be flying off the shelf. Yep. Yeah. A limited amount, so... We're, we're against, I think we're up against payday right now, the end of the month and Friday. Yeah. I think uh, things have been a little slow, but I hope they'll uh, pick up here soon. And uh, yeah, obviously, when the word gets out there a little more, I'm, I'm kind of going through my resources with Facebook and mm-hmm. Twitter. Mm-hmm. And I'm having a lot of the bars and the Downtown Vancouver Association uh, Chamber of Commerce has been throwing it out there. I'll uh, bet you see some pickup on momentum really soon. Yeah, so, and you're, not, the, you're not doing bad to start with for four yeah, days, honestly. Actually, I'm doing really well. I'm quite, quite happy with it. Um, and you know every little bit, every little bit helps. So, yeah, exactly. The nice thing about crowdfunding as well that we found, especially with doing the Kick It segment for so long, is that uh, a lot of the funds come in the last like twenty four to forty eight hours. I've seen that also. I've seen that also. Yeah. yeah. And one nice thing about this Indiegogo fund is uh, it's a it's a flexible payment or a flexible money plan. So even if I don't make my goal, I still get the money. It's still going into the business. Mm-hmm. Um, things are going to happen. Um, I just I wanted to go this avenue. Um, first of all, it's it's really tough to get a 
conventional loan with a, with a conventional bank, uh, with a startup company, especially one that's so far out, outside of the box. Of course. Um, you know, crowdfunding is a great way. It's kind of a, it's, it's a cool new thing. A lot of people are jumping on board with it. Um, and it's a great way to get your business out there. Um, and I've been really happy with it so far. So I, I, I'd rather start that route than go to uh, private investors and partners and stuff like that. Right, so. do it your way. Yeah. Of course, yeah. Then you got anybody else that's weighing in on what your dream has been. So, yeah. And uh, you can find your uh, campaign by Couve Cycle on Indiegogo. That's C-O-U-V-E Cycle. And you mentioned social media. Uh, do you have a Facebook and Twitter account for your project? Yep. yep. If you go to Couve Cycle on Facebook, um, I've got a great following on there. People have been really great about uh, about pumping that uh, information out. Um, you can also find me on Twitter at Couve Cycle. Sweet. And that just started uh, up, and I've been pretty happy. Obviously, you guys contacted me through Twitter. Yep. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, I was really, really thankful for that. Yeah, and then it's, it's you guys have also have a coofcycle.com or no, thepartybike.com. Right? Uh, thepartybike.com is actually the company where I am getting the bike from. They're, oh, okay. They are located in Arizona. Uh, okay. That's that's the, the people that are actually building my bike. It is actually in build right now, so... Oh, okay. Um, kind of gave them a little shout out, I think, on the uh, on the Indiegogo. Yeah, that's where I was just coming through to make sure we didn't miss any of your yeah. uh, ways of contact. Yeah. I saw that on and there. And then my, my website, which is uh, being designed right now by a, a local guy, I believe he, uh, Sean Savaggio, did a Trapdoor uh, website also. Okay. Um, right. So I'll give him a little shout out. So we're working together to get that uh, that uh, website done. It's got a, he's got a nice splash page out there for me right now. So people can go to uh cycle.com and, and check that out. Awesome. Okay. We will be adding more to it and as well as getting the, uh, the booking website, hopefully, hopefully opened up. I, I'm gearing for late March, early, early April. So yeah. So one thing awesome. we didn't cover is when you plan to start actually yeah. having this bike around town. So yeah, March or April. So basically, I will hopefully the bike will be done. I think we've got a scheduled date of like of like the eighth or so, and I've got to I've got to make a trip down to Arizona to do the training and kind of the final inspection on everything. Cool. Um, so that's that's another thing I've got to come up with some some funds to get down there, uh, and we will be having to uh, transport the bike up. So I've got to pay pay for a service to get the bike up here. That oh, wow. hopefully will be um, mid March. Mid to late March, I think. By the time I get that up there, I'm really hoping to get that out before uh, get that up here before the uh, Spring Brewfest. Oh, oh that would be great! Goals. I just talked to the uh, the Vancouver Brewfest uh, gentleman today, and we're trying to work something out. But I just I can't promise getting the bike up there by that time. So yeah, time can be I'll, I'll, I'll be there having a pint anyway. Maybe I can nice. have some advertising. That's awesome. But uh, yeah, so once I get the bike up here, I've got I've got some things to do to it. Obviously, put some graphics on it. Um, I've got to get it kind of dialed in and ready to go. I'll probably be grabbing some friends, and you might see the bike just rolling around downtown having a good time. So uh, nice. we're going to do some kind of dry runs and stuff, figure out how far the bike can go, figure out what kind of hills it can it can climb, stuff like that, maybe maybe start dialing in some routes. It's kind of hard to, to plan all that without having the, the bike in your possession. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you so, That's awesome. Thank you so much for thank spending you. time with us. Yeah, you bet. Is there anything else you want to uh, let the listeners know about before we take off? Or you know what, just uh, any any little plug you guys can give. Go to my Facebook page. Go to my Indiegogo page. Uh, spread the word out there. Uh, I I really hope to see a lot of you out on the bike. Uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. Um, obviously, you know it, it's going to happen. I'm 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 too far into it now, so 
So uh, just look for, look for me in April. All right. This is gonna be awesome. Yeah, I think so. I think I think I, we've we've met a a good group of people out there that are that are stoked about it. So it's it's gonna be a lot of fun. Well, I'm sure you're gonna see Tim and I on it at one you point. You bet. So. All right. Well, the other thank, way. well, thank you very much, and uh, we will stay in touch and see how your Indiegogo goes. And um, we'll spread the word. Yeah. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. Thanks, gentlemen. All right. Thank you. You have a great All day. All right. You too. Hey guys, we are back, and uh, hopefully you guys enjoyed that interview with Michael. I know Tim and I had a great time, yep. and uh, we cannot wait to see this type of thing kick off. I want to ride Michael's. the cycle. I want to ride the cycle. I want to be on that back one where I don't have to pedal, so I can be lazy. You would. Yeah, I'd be like, hey, pedal. Pedal harder, pedal. Tim. Come bitches, on. Bitches, pedal. I got to get to my next beer. I'm going to throw things at you. You can't throw things at me. He says he's not allowing beers. I didn't say I'd throw beer. You're I'll find kid. something to throw you. I hate you so much. Oh, whatever. Lazy sitting on whatever. the back of the... Yeah. Yes. I feel like a king. Yeah. yeah. Let, let, okay. We'll let you think that. I'm going to have to bring a whip and like whip you every time you tell me that. Uh, I'll tell you the pedal. I'll be like, bitch, you're my bitch. <laughs> pedal. <laughs> no. Let me get, get you kicked off of the coup cycle. No. <laughs> Don't even I know what I'll do, actually. I'll, just, I'll make you bring Sarah. She'll keep you in line. No. Yes. I won't have any fun, then. Yes, you will. You don't, I know. You have tasty treats. You always have fun with tasty treats. That's true. So, guys, we have uh, our next segment, which is our news. We have some news. Not like anything that's like, oh my god. But I'm going to let you know right now, 2016, this is breaking news, is taking a lot of famous people away really quick. People are dying left and right. Yeah, so I'm kind of worried about myself. Oh, we're not famous, as long as we don't stay... F- yeah, actually guys, what I said about liking us, rating us on iTunes... Don't do it! Don't make us famous, please. Don't do it. Stop, we'll die. Yeah, we will die. The 16 will kill us. Abe Vigoda finally died. Like, he, he looked old. Who the fuck is that? So... He looked old back in the day when he was in The Godfather. Like he looked like oh that dude. Yeah, he, on the news he looked like an old man. And people like every like five years or so, there'd be like a joke news story that he had died, but <laughs> he finally did for real. He was. They're like, no, 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 seriously, guys, here's his body. He's been an old man for like the last forty years or whatever, um, and he died at ninety four. So yeah, that's a pretty pretty long life. But other that's a long run. Other guys have been dying like you know relatively young. Like uh, Snape died sixty yeah sixty four sixty nine something like that. Yeah. David Bowie, a um, couple rock stars. Um, Somehow fucking Gandalf still kicking it though. He's like da 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 da. Fuck you guys. Da, 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 da. Well, Fuck he, you guys. he fought that Balrog, so he's invincible or That's whatever true. now. I forgot about that. Yeah. So yeah, old white people are dying everywhere. It's it's tragic. Yeah, what's up with that? I don't know. Our time is up. Apparently. It is the year of the, de- of the death of the white guy, I guess. So, moving on to actual news. <laughs> what, what's our first news story, Zach? Alright, guys. So, this year is the 20th anniversary for Pokemon. That's right. you got to catch them all, and I'm not talking about sexual diseases. I am talking <laughs> about Pokemon. So, uh, to hey, celebrate... Hey, Zach, I got Krabbles! <laughs> oh, shit. I got Cephalopagus. I guess <laughs> I think that's off of Sesame Street, buddy. <laughs> oh, that would be funny. Uh, so, to celebrate 20 years, not only is the Pokemon uh, Corporation 
aka Nintendo, re-releasing Pokemon Yellow, Red, and Blue for the Nintendo 3DS. They are also debuting a Train On Super Bowl ad. So I'm going to go ahead and roll this. And just so you guys know, you guys really need to head over to our site to check out the video because the audio is cool, but the video makes it so much better. So guys, that is the Super Bowl ad for Pokemon, hashtag Pokemon20. Um, congratulations, Pikachu. Pika, Pika, you... Pikachu. Yeah, exactly. And I'm just, you know, if you look back, like all these like child stars that were like, when I was like 20 years ago, you know, they've all turned up pretty fucked up. Mm -hmm. But you know what? Pikachu has stayed true. He stayed yellow. He stayed small. And he's still kicking ass. Nice. He's not doing drugs. That we know of. That we know of. I wonder about those gems and stuff. Oh, that's true. I forget about that. Mm. Well, whatever. That's fine. That leads into our next story, Tim. Uh-huh. You, you want to do this one? Um, yeah. So we talked about um, basically achievements on Xbox 360 giving away the fact that um, the Platinum developer, Platinum, the developer of Bayonetta, is doing a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles game which is pretty much a match made in heaven since they do such awesome combat um, games like Bayonetta, Transformers Devastation. Um, and they have confirmed these rumors um, and released a trailer, which we are excited to um, present to you here. Rated T for Teen. Patience is the greatest virtue of a conqueror. For years, we've been hiding in the shadows. Observing the city and biding our time. When dawn breaks tomorrow, the city will awaken to new rulers. Tonight, the Foot Clan emerges. Tonight, the war begins. This is bad, guys. Really, really bad. They want a war? We'll give them a war. 
about a stupid fish out of water. So, Dude, this um, game looks awesome. Yeah, it looks awesome. Uh-oh, I lost you. No, I'm still here. Okay, cool. Um, yeah, this looks really good. And since you guys... You'll never lose me, Tim. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so... <laughs> All right, moving on. Um, so since you guys couldn't see the audio, the visuals to this audio... You couldn't see the audio. The Jeff. visuals to the audio, thank you very much. James Cole's doing fucking Oh, this break, this break, this break beat's making me feel all better about it, so don't worry about it. Um, this uh, game will tell the story of the Foot Clan's first assault on New York City and the origins of the ongoing clash between the Turtles and the Foot. Um, in the trailer, we saw glimpses of iconic characters such as Bebop, Rocksteady, and the fish out of water they're talking about is the cyborg shark, Armagon. Armagon. Yeah, Armagon. Um, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles will be coming out. Um, uh, the full title is Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Mutants in Manhattan. Will be available summer 2016 on PlayStation 4, PlayStation 3, Xbox One, Xbox 360, and PC. Notably absent, Wii U. Ooh. Just like every other game. Um, yep. That's all right. We'll be playing it. Um, I guess I don't know if I'll be getting it on. It should run on my Alpha, I believe. Uh, oh, I'm sure it'll probably run. I'll probably get it on that. Um, but PS4 yeah. is an option for me as well. I am excited for this game. Sweet. Well, I. Have we, another magic story for you. Were you, you involved in this? Do you have Do you have a stocking cap in your in your closet? I plead the fifth. Okay. All right, go ahead and share the story. So, guys, uh, last weekend I don't know if you guys know or not, but I took a trip to Austin, Texas. Uh -huh. I mean, during the Sunday morning, early hours of Sunday morning, thieves in Austin, Texas stole seventy five thousand dollars. Yes, that is seven five with three zeros. Worth of Magic the Gathering cards from Pat's Games, which claims to be the premier store for Magic the Gathering. So, uh, Fox 7 Austin reported that the heist took place at 1 a.m. on Sunday morning. The burglars made off with more than 200 cards, some, much, some of which were valued at $5,000 a piece. That is right, five grand, five K, five big ones, five. Thousand one hundred five thousand one dollar bills per card. That's crazy. According to Pat's Games Facebook page, the alleged thieves broke into a store by ripping off the door with a water meter key, which uh, that seems kind of crazy. After the, getting the door open, they needed just twenty seconds to steal the cards. The Austin Police Department is currently investigating. Pat said nothing that the authorities even assigned a not. Noting that the authorities even assigned a magic player on staff to the ca case. Pats has also shared the surveillance video from the break-in to help police find the parties responsible and hopefully have the merchandise returned. Pats Games has stated or tweeted, uh, I have to give kudos to the Austin Police Department. They put a magic player on the case even though he usually just does residential burglaries. So that's awesome, um, and if this case gets solved, which it won't, because I am part <laughs> of the evil side of the gatekeeper or the oath of the gatekeeper. But anyways, if it gets solved, Plug and Play will be looking for a new co-host, and we will keep you updated. Moving on. 
Alright, so that brings us to the end of our news. Um, we do have some game releases, though. Oh, do we? We do. Uh, Lego Marvel Avengers um, came out on the 27th, and that should... That's today! Right? Well, for our listeners, it's in the past now. We are in the past. We know shit that you didn't know. We know all sorts of things. Yeah. Um, so... Tim knows a lot about the bloody black anus. Oh, God. That, that cannot be this episode title, or we'll lose all three of our listeners. Um, so there should be a, a fun cast of characters for this game. Um, I'm sure it'll be lots of fun. Um, it will be. I actually, a small addiction to the Lego games, even though no, I don't really. play them often. You haven't told me yeah. about this before. I kind of like him. I've never beat one, but I kind of like playing them. They're fun. Yeah. I mean, they're usually sort of the same thing every time, but it's a good little formula yep. they got going on. They do. Uh, another game that came out is uh, The Witness from... Uh, I want to say Jonathan Snow is that his name? Um, John Snow knows nothing. Is it? John, is, I'm mixing things up because my cold. Um, Jonathan Blow, sorry. Bo- I was. Whoa! <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> I'm pretty sure about this one. Um, Jonathan Blow is the famous indie developer of. <laughs> I'm not even touching that one, man. Famous indie developer of Braid and his latest game, The Witness, places you on an island full of puzzles. Um, it. I got a chance to actually look at the game, which just came out, uh, thanks to our Button Smashers affiliate, The Hat Person, um, who did a Let's Play on um, his YouTube gaming channel last night. And the game looks really nice. Um, very colorful. You wander through the island, you come up to like a closed door, and there'll be a, a small uh, like a panel, and um, you'll have to solve a puzzle to move on. So um, definitely check out the live stream that he did if you want um it's uh that hat you know the fucked up part about this video the hat person on uh youtube you can check it out what's the fucked up part the fucking hat person ain't wearing a goddamn hat yeah yeah he's done that fucking no hat person he's he's been doing that i'm not sure maybe he's not well i know he's got a cold too so maybe he's not feeling good oh that's funny i just got a notification apparently he is um as we are speaking right now he's doing a second segment on witnessing the witness we can hear that. Yep. I am trying to exit out of it. <laughs> I should play it for you, though. That'd be kind of funny. Uh, or not. That is funny. So anyway, <laughs> check out The Witness. Um, check out The Hat, the hat Person. Jonathan Blow, huh? Jonathan Blow. Pretty sure about that. Um, You're right. Ignore what I said the first time. I was doing a little game. You know nothing, Jonathan Blow. Game of Thrones reference for um, all of you guys. So that's the... Uh, those are the big releases this week. Um, all right. And that brings us to our question of the week. Yeah. So, guys, Pokemon is going to be tuning in and trying to catch them all. And by catch them all, I'm hoping it, it's really not a race to catch all the sexual diseases, guys. It's just really not. <laughs> it's all about the Pokemon, guys. So. Gonna reset this. You... <laughs> I, had to re- I had to level up my Gonna Reset before I could go. St- uh, Battle the syphilis monster. Um, but anyways, guys, are you going to be tuning into the Super Bowl? That's gonna, right around the corner. Uh, Pokemon's dumping God knows how much money into their commercial. And yeah, those are cheap. So, are you going to be tuning into the Super Bowl? Do you guys watch the Super Bowl? Or you just watch, the, not, do you watch the commercials? Do you, do you just watch the commercials or do you just not partake, period? Um, Tim? Um... I'm almost always working, which means it's slow at work, which means I hate the Super Bowl. I love the commercials, though. Um, I will usually kind of 
whenever the I can tell the game's breaking, I'll go to the bar and watch some commercials. And then when I hear about the good ones, I actually look them up on YouTube or whatever. Um, so I enjoy the commercials more than the game. I could care. Nice. I could care less about the game. Okay. So uh, I'm not a huge football fan, uh-huh. but uh, I usually do watch the Super Bowl. Do you have like a team? Like, is there any team you care about? Seahawks. All right. So last year was cool for you. That yeah, except for the last like two minutes. Well, yeah, but I mean, yeah. Up. But it was it was cool the last two years for me because they were in the Super Bowl two years in a row, so it was pretty cool. Um, so it was pretty fun, and that's actually. I hate like to like say like I'm a bandwagon or whatnot, but like I really didn't care about football until the Seahawks actually started doing pretty good, and then I was like, oh, I guess I'll watch a game here. I don't get the whole there. like bandwagoner thing. Like, if you, like why would you diss on other people who are excited about the same thing as you just because yeah. they weren't excited about it last year? Exactly. That's dumb. So like, I never really had like a sports team period until I started playing NBA 2K14, I think it was, and then I was like, oh. My uncle has season tickets to the Blazers. I'll go watch them. So then I was watching them. I got into that. Now, like, I'll if it's on TV and I'm see if I see it's on TV, I'll sit down and watch the whole game. And uh, the Seahawks were kind of the same thing. Like, oh, Seahawks game's on. Uh, I guess I'll watch it. And then uh, like I'll turn on the background and play on my phone or something like that. So um, I'll probably be tuning in. I think my cousin is throwing a Super Bowl party, so I'll probably be attending that. Last year I won some. Uh, I want some Monopoly, real money. Mm-hmm. So. All right. Well, let us yeah. know uh, what your Super Bowl plans are. Um, are you going to Super Bowl party? Are you tuning in? Are you just, you know, playing video games like any other day? Let us know. Yeah, guys, let us know. Um, you guys can find us at facebook.com forward slash plug and play show. Twitter at plug underscore and underscore play underscore. Instagram at plug underscore and underscore play underscore. And as always, you guys can check us out at thebuttonsmashers.com. You can find myself, Tim, and a whole handful of other people writing, reviewing, uh, live streaming, and a bunch of other podcasts like the Button Smashers podcast as well. Um, So head over there, check them out, check us out. Head over to iTunes and Stitcher and tune in to get your reviews in. It helps us in some crazy way that we're not really sure what happens. But you don't want to get a head cold like Tim. And you definitely want rock hard abs because whenever a shooter comes into your town and starts shooting up the place, you can walk out in front, squeeze your abs together, and deflect those bullets right back at him. So I need to be behind you now is what I'm hearing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Just get behind me. Then, Then the news will be like, Local stupid guy jumped out in front of bullet today. Local fat guy jumped out behind him and sneezed all mucus all over his dead corpse. Shooter was confused and dropped his gun. I'm the hero. Yes. Exactly. So, until next time, guys, don't forget to prime and shine. How was that? That was good.